Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Jerry, pass me Trace's thing. I forgot to, to put him up again. Ah. Oh, hey, nice nice job, Trace. Okay, hang on. It's going to get better in a minute. All right. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308. Better? 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Trace is up on the porch with us, and uh, we'll find out. Whoops, uh, there we go, in his world, just a moment. 210-308-8867. Trace, what's going on? I've always wanted to throw something at you, Milton. I appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah. It, was a good, it was a great throw, too. That's funny, because there's a lot of people that want to throw stuff at him. I know, but, you know, but Trace really did a good throw. Yeah. Most people just miss. Yesterday was especially good. Why? Oh, we had the, we had the uh, folks that we, we couldn't, we were trying to convince to get on the radio. Oh. I'm lost. I'm lost, too. Yeah. Okay. All right, forget it. Hey, it's it. Uh, <laughs> so when I got here, it was froggy. And now it's beautiful. It's getting getting going to get uh, sunnier as we go on. It's sunny and warm. About 90 degrees, they say, today. Yes. That'll be nice. That's good gardening weather, I hear. Uh, I understand that, too. <laughs> well, What's... a lot of people coming out here and getting plants to plant in their landscape. Yeah, a lot of people are spending extra time at home, and uh, they've got to beautify it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. You drive around, I think now more than ever, as you drive around the neighborhood... You see more people in their yard. I see people doing tilling or putting down grass. You mentioned the grass is really yeah, popular. I, I see people mowing that have never mowed before. No, wait a minute. How do you know they never mowed before? Because they live next to me. No. Oh. <laughs> They're the so ones that share their leaves with you, right? Uh, some of them, yeah. But, but uh, every time I've had to mow recently, uh, my wife tells me to mow their front yard because they oh, haven't. Oh, no. Oh. Oops. Hope they're not listening. I hope not. No, they're not. They're not listening. They wouldn't know. How would they know? That's true. <laughs> Fred. So anyway, Fred. Um, yeah, so what's going on? What's coming in? What's happening? Well, let's see. Uh, lots of grass going out. Yeah. yeah uh, yesterday when I was walking down, they were lined up getting grass. Uh, weed killers are still up there. Uh, people are starting to talk about fungus in their grass. Um, people are seeing June bugs in quantities. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're wanting to, to uh, pre-fix uh, their yard for grub worms, which I always tell them you can't really prefix it, but you can uh, address it once we get to that stage. Yeah, it's what, not, not what, too far away, June yeah. 1. What weed killer, uh, because we talked about the weed-free zone earlier on when it was cooler, Right. So, what are you switching to now? Well, it, it still depends on the weather. So, uh, 
Some, today. T- t- today, uh, we, <laughs> we're talking about uh, We'd Be Gone, but you know they changed the name of that. Is that Arthur still? Uh, yeah, but they changed the name from We'd Be Gone to Weed Clear. Oh, geez. So we still have both I labels. I why they changed it. I don't know. It's been around for a long time to change it. I don't understand. Voyeurs. Yeah, maybe. Weed Clear. Yep. 60 to 90 degrees. Okay. And that's got... Uh, clear with a K two, or a 2-4-D with a C. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we'd be gone. But now it's weed clear. Right. But there's still both labels on the shelf. Uh, okay. Uh, I had a lot of nutgrass people. Uh, yeah, I've started to see poor, poor lady planted a bunch of zoysia from somebody else, not from us. Okay. And uh, over the last two months, she's got more nutgrass than she's got zoysia. Oh, dear. Yep. And and to make things worse, she actually pulled it all and then brought me a sample. <laughs> so her, mm. I had to inform her that her problem was going to be exponentially worse. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, so how do you... Now, we've always said it's not necessarily in the sod. How do you deal with that when you've got a competitor's... Well, she she needed. Well, tell them it's in the thaw. <laughs> she, she, no, we we didn't discuss any of that. So uh, we talked about uh, proper maintenance and pre-emergence. Although there's no pre-emergent really that helps with the with the nutgrass. No. But she can't. She couldn't spray any chemicals yet because the zoysia wasn't uh, established enough. Oh. So we talked about probably like at the end of May, early June, when it warms up and the zoysia is uh, much more established that she'd spray image. Regularly yeah. to get rid of it. Do you still have manage? Uh, not by that oh, name, but I do. Sledgehammer. Ha- well, I've got the, there's a couple of versions. There's a, <laughs> I think there's Sledgehammer, and then there's a, another version that's a little bit less expensive by a different company. Okay. Uh, same chemical. Hey Trace, we got. What's pa- it called? Oh, okay. Uh, something with the horsetail reed on the table. I'd have oh, to go. Pull, okay. I'd have to go pull it. Okay. Hey, we got a call from Pat. Will you help us out here? Sure. All right. Pat's got a rose question. 210-308-8867. Hey, Pat. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, yes, South Austin Texas. Terry's How are you doing weekend, today? And, um, just... Hello. Hi, Pat. You're on the air. What's going on? She was there for a while. <laughs> I, I, I thought I heard something. Yeah, she, she was there for a second and then... Yeah, I'm glad nobody ever forget, gets Maybe off the phone. Maybe she passed out or something. Though. No, I don't know. <laughs> Pat, okay, hang on, Pat. She, she might have gotten confused. Okay. Now, will you go find Pat? There's Pat. Uh-oh, now we got you? There I am. I don't know okay, how you lost you. me. Okay, we got you. Okay. Anyway, I've got rose bushes that are not doing as well as I want them to, of course. Um, my biggest concern right now is getting rid of the black spot, which I'm using that copperus spray for. But uh, every time I try to spray the roses with an insecticide to kill any bugs that would damage the petals, uh, it doesn't seem to be doing the job. And I'm just wondering if black spot is affecting the edges of the petals. No. Uh, although I, I, would be, I wouldn't be using a copper product. I would be using a systemic fungicide. In fact, I would be using Bear 3 and 1, which is a combination of a systemic fungicide and a systemic insecticide at the same time. That way you're not having to, to do multiple sprayings. Yeah, your, well, your I've, I've even, edges I've of your petals worried. are probably thrips. Yeah. Well, how come the bug spray isn't killing them? What bug spray are you using? Every, every kind you can think of. Uh, 
the latest was, uh, let's see, what was the name of it? That Bug Be Gone. Another one is, is uh, oh. There's only two uh, insecticides on them. And I haven't tried Malathion yet. Um, let's see. There was a neem oil I tried. No, that wasn't neem oil. Pyre- um, what is it? It's a... Uh, Pyrethrum? So you haven't used any of this any systemics. That's that's the answer. So there's only really two for for the average homeowner: uh, a middle of corporate, which is in a lot of things, and acetate, which is Jerry's favorite because it smells because it smells good. Yeah. Mm. Think so bugged away. Say that again. He's trying to talk with a mask on, so (laughs) it stinks the bugs away. Uh, but th- those two ingredients are what you need. Uh, one of those two ingredients is what you need when you're trying to take care of thrips. So amidla corporate okay. or acephate. If you're not using those, you're, you're not really making a dent. Middle low corporate, you're calling it. Uh, yeah, that's close enough. <laughs> uh, now, is that, is that Ask, a brand? Uh, or the, is the, that the key a- there is a systemic for thrips. All right. Okay. The systemic for thrifts. But if, if, you get the, if you get the bear the mines, product they, called... They kill thrifts. Well, they're going to kill the ones they hit, but you need a systemic that actually absorbs in to the plant uh, okay. to give you any okay. real residual effect. So the difference in the action is... With what she's using, it has to touch them to kill them. Right. So the, the ones systemic, that are in, the ones that are inside aren't getting touched. So the systemic goes in. Yeah. So it kills them. And, uh, Good going, Milton. Let me, and it, do, it does a contact <laughs> thing too. Yeah. Here, uh, but let me the, ask you: Can can uh, malathion act as a systemic? No. No. Oh, darn. All right. It's, it's a great well, contact insecticide, but it's not going to help you with this situation. Okay, I'm going to have to either get over there or over Rainbow Gardens and uh, uh, just buy the get buy the, the bear three in one, and that way you don't have to worry about it. That's everything all in one bottle. Yeah, so you're you kind of got a one in one B E H R. Nope, bear like an aspirin. Okay, same company. B E Y A R. And then the is that right? Oh, then the the black the black spot fungus though you need to take off the leaves that have the problem. You can't fix that. Oh, I do that all the time. All right, well, keep keep doing that and start spraying about every 7 to 10 days till the problem goes away and stays away. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Pat, we'll see you in a little while. <laughs> we'll be waiting for you. All right, 210-308-8867. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I'm looking at Trace. Uh, I need to do my plan of the... Oh, are we... T- is it time? Well, i got to do it because uh, i got to go. Oh, okay, it's time for the plant of the weekend. Way to go, Al. All right. Somebody took my sample plant, though. Oh, um, man. So someone bought it? I, maybe. Did, yeah, did I'm you buy sure. It? All right. So uh, there's four new purslanes that we got in, and they all have to do with pastry in the names. <laughs> um, and they are 2020 Texas Superstars. There you go. So I had uh, I had one up here yesterday. I'm trying to remember the name on it. I can't. Orange. It was, yeah, it was orange. It was orange. Yes, it and was the orange. reason it, I was looking over there and leaving the like, orange on the background. There's a, there's some orange, on the back of the flower petals. Is it online? I, I'll like, go. I'll go grab one. Okay, that cupcake. That was, was yeah. It was a cupcake. It was I a cupcake. I remember that one because it sounded cute. Yeah. 
<laughs> but there's four of them, and we've got them in. Okay. And these are brand-new Texas superstars. So what makes them something a Texas superstar? Uh, it has to perform well all over the entire state. It's gone through trial testing, and so apparently it blooms better, grows better uh, than regular purslines. Okay. And the heat in the summer. It, it, it endures. Okay, so um, I don't remember. Purslane, sun or shade? Sun. Sun, okay. Oh, yeah. Full sun. It and how much bloom. are they? They won't bloom. They are three ninety nine. Three ninety nine for the four and a half inch pot. Okay, cool. And then, um, all right. And so you, as always, if you want some, how many do we have? Uh, a lot of them. Well, <laughs> front table. Half a table. Oh, half a table. All right. But if you want to, and this now really applies, you can call two one zero four four nine seven. 3760. And just tell them, hey, put aside some, and I'll come pick them up. And uh, they'll do curbside service for you. You bet. Okay. So, so what? What's that person lane to the end of the? That's it, regular regular person lane. Is that UB, the one where you call Y-U-B-I? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> That's I, the I one remember, that used to grow. I remember it's the normal person lane. Yeah. Not Trace. I hate the way that sounds. <laughs> Nothing makes me sadder than hearing, now, Trace. Look, we, look he's collapsed we, in a heap. <laughs> we need to tell people when uh, they come in to get this, this new super, uh, superstar purse lane that in the container they don't look as good as the old purse lane. This is true. Look at them. I know. I have. And uh, so what you have to do, uh, these, like I said, these were selection selected over the long period that they, they stay in bloom in the summer. So uh, don't, don't be disillusioned by the look of the transplant. Now, I assume that they were given the same treatment as regular purslane. I would assume. But um, but they're they're a little lanky. So uh, but they'll they'll produce for a long period of time if you give them any kind of care at all. Well, thinking thinking a lot like Jerry Parsons, I you could make a bunch of cuttings. What? What? <laughs> Holy never... smokes! Is Trace okay? Does he I look th- well? I think he's gotten the virus. <laughs> So you can make a lot of cuttings. and then... surprised he didn't say it. I figured I, I, I knew yeah. it was going to get he, he said. He tried to beat me to it. Yeah, exactly. It was going to come out something like this. Now, Trace, uh. you know that people can just take those. And... Yeah, you can trim off the the parts that's hanging over and uh, just stick them. Poke it in the ground. Stick, stick them straight. Wow, that's pretty cool. I and can do that. Root. Yeah. yeah. Even, even you, Milton, even you, can Milton. do it. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, do you need to run? Or you I, want do, to I need to run. Okay, go. We'll talk to you in a little while. Come back Thanks. and visit us. Thanks for coming by. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 a.m. This is The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. And this week at Millburgers, we have some terrific savings on a lot of my favorites, like Gold Star Esperanza. And this is a beautiful Texas superstar. And all summer, you're going to see it blooming around San Antonio. And it's even blooming at the nursery. Well, you can get ahead of the game right now by getting Gold Star Esper right now in the 12-inch pot for just $19.88. Here's another one of my favorites. It's doing well in my yard, and that's begonias. They look absolutely beautiful. And you'll find them at Millburgers right now on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.98 cents each. This week, you'll save on caladiums and lantana. You'll save on pink gara and much, much more. Star Confederate Jasmine is on sale. This one's a fun one. And you'll find it on sale at Millburgers for just $22.88, regularly $29.99. You'll find roses on sale for 20% off. All sizes, all different varieties. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard. And welcome to back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. If you got pest problems, we got a solution for you, and that's uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Since 1976, Spider-Man has been helping homeowners to keep pests free. Doesn't matter whether it's roaches, fleas, ticks, scorpions, uh, rats, whatever it is, mice. Spider-Man's going to help you out. And uh, he's going to look at it holistically. So he's going to look at not only the symptoms, meaning, you know, your symptoms being the pest, but also what's causing it. How are they getting in? And help you to uh, alleviate that as, that as well. That's why Spider-Man is often the last pest control people get because uh, they just love them. They love the approach. It works, and they stick with them, and they've been doing it since 1976. 210 Online at com. I think all my roaches have the virus. Have your roaches gone away? No. All the roaches that I see in my house now are upside down. Oh. Dying. I'm not sure that's a symptom. Oh, is that right? Are they? Do they have a cough? Huh? <laughs> Do they have a cough? Have you taken their temperature? No, they're just laying upside down, kicking their little feet. Oh, have you had Spider-Man come visit you? No. Huh. Not for a year or so. Okay. Well, I don't know what that is then. Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm just worried that they got the virus. No, I know you care about those roaches a great oh, deal. Oh, yeah. It sounds like... They're my buddy. Sounds like they're just resting on their back. That's uh. all. They're, I'm sure they'll be fine. <laughs> Just, okay. make, just make sure he keeps his mask on. Uh, <laughs> each, each roach needs to have a little mask, too. Yeah, there you go. There you That'll go. help. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Oh, and I emailed you a picture of the Whopper begonia. Good. Yeah, it's not, I don't know how to take them so you can see how good it looks. Oh. Meaning it just looks like there's a lot of red. You can't see how big the blooms are. and. no. Oh. And the foliage, but you know, you can say Milton, get closer. Maybe you can zoom in. I don't know. <laughs> Is it when you take a picture of plants? Do you have something next to them for perspective, or what do you do? To project it, perspective. perspective. So you can oh, see, like if I put a some, por- some of them you do. Yeah, okay. Some, sometimes uh, I put the whopper a- gets a little more impressive into the season a bit. Okay, well, it looks About really good. May, May first, it will uh, start. But uh, yeah, they're they're they look like they just look like. Uh, Semper Florin. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we've had it a couple years now, and I think it was just the one plant, and it's filled up. 
It's not as deep as a whiskey barrel, but the width is probably similar. Wow. It's just filled it up. Maybe so, a little less. So have you taken cuttings, or is it just the same plant? It's the same plant. Wow. Mm-hmm. You fertilized it? Uh-huh. Yeah. That must that must be a record for Wilson, isn't it? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> Almost the... Uh, well, you probably, you probably have to should introduce it a new version. Yes, yeah. it's Texas superstars. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mil- the Milton, There's three stars after it. Yeah. There you go. I want the survived Milton's garden. Uh. Please <laughs> look at that sun coming out. Oh, oh yeah. man! Uh, I don't know. I just soon have it. Everybody stay pleasant, not get to ninety. Oh, okay. Everybody's got their mask on. All the employees have their mask on. Yeah. And everybody's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a uh, notice yesterday, I think it was, that uh, because of the uh, virus, uh, it, the Water Saver Landscape Design School, sca- scheduled for May 30th, has been canceled. Okay. So um, when when a new Water Saver Landscape Design School is scheduled, the website will be updated with uh, details. And we'll, of course, announce it on, on the air. Yeah. And if you're looking for some kind of alternative... The webinars, they're, they're uh, not... Don't webinars, deal, yeah. The webinars used to play in the, the late, late 50s. It was a singing group. <laughs> uh, they, they are... Uh, Fred le- Webb and his webinars. They're less into the design, but they're uh, some, some topics that are, yeah. are pretty interesting. And based on David's uh, titles, you can't really tell what he's going to do. One of them is The Plants. Uh, yeah. yeah. By the way... That's coming up... Uh, April 21st, which is Tuesday. Let's see. What's today? is 19th. Yeah, it's my it's my granddaughter's birthday. She's five, and it's April 19th. Okay. So, yeah, so the 21st would be Tuesday. 21st, Tuesday, uh, from 1 to 2, The Plants by the, David Rodriguez. And uh, the instructions are... How to? It's a, one of those. Uh, it's not not. I don't think it's Zoom, but it's one of those like that. Works really slick. I did. A, I participated. Yeah. A couple times and easy, and uh, it just go smooth as, as. Yeah. At least it did when I participated. Yeah. Well, it uh, it 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 it, uh, it tells you to click on certain things, uh, all of which we have on plantanswers.com. On the left side of the front page, and uh, it gives all the upcoming webinars uh, for April. And like I said, the one coming up this coming Tuesday is uh, David Rodriguez talking about bee plants. Remind me what the bee plants are, the vegetable garden? Yeah, what's happening in your vegetable garden. garden. And then on Wednesday, the following day from 1 to 2, Molly Keck Keck will be talking about bee pest. Yeah, and and Molly, both David and Molly do a good job. Uh, Molly's really interesting in the presenter. And knowledgeable about the the insects that uh, yeah. she kind of she hones in now. She, they're 
kind of parallel. So she'll, David will talk about vegetables, and then she'll talk about the, the pests that uh, make it harder for you to raise no. the vegetables. And she's more pleasant to look at than David, right? Uh, I don't even think about that. Uh. She's, she's very, they're both very competent. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the, 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 the next week, April 28th, they talk about growing citrus in your patio and landscape. And uh, that's Tuesday, April 28th from 1 to 2. Uh, and David's talking about an easy and fun way to grow vitamin C. Wow. By David Rodriguez. That, uh, I wish that gardener that was standing watching. Yeah. He's a new gardener to the region, and he was just just listening to the ra- us talk on the radio, and he, his interest was citrus, and uh, he just missed it. He, he probably would like that uh, yeah. opportunity. And then after that, uh, April 29th of Wednesday, Molly Tech talks about pests that reduce the vitamin C. I don't know what pests she's going to talk about. Pests that reduce well, I can think scale, of one. maybe? I can think of one. Uh, well, yeah, scale will be a negative one. But uh, another one that's really interesting is, uh, and a lot you can discuss that quite a bit, is the, uh, the, swallowtail, the swallowtail, giant swallowtail butterflies. Because, <laughs> you know, you can, you can either... Wipe out all the caterpillars, which are usually three or four is all. Yeah. Or you can kind of leave, leave a few there to eat a few of the leaves, which really doesn't. Uh, the citrus are so tough, and yeah. uh, really the few caterpillars won't hurt them. Yeah, and I've, I've never seen uh, enough caterpillars on a citrus tree to really, really matter. I mean, you don't hardly see the damage. Yeah. And and these are the the caterpillars that uh, we haven't got our report yet, but we'll get some this summer. The caterpillars that the, the, the people call in, they always start out. You won't believe this, but this looks like bird poop on my plant, but it turns <laughs> it out to exactly be a caterpillar. Like yeah, looks exactly like. So anyway, tune into that, and you can click on uh, like I say, plantanswers.com. Go to upcoming uh, webinars for April, and uh, it, t- it tells how to click so click on the active links to take you get you there. I put a mention in there that uh, you want to register for the uh, or click in by about an hour before or so uh, the webinar actually begins. No. No. Not well, an hour before. Five minutes. Yeah, about five minutes. Five minutes? Yeah, that, well, that's what I, I did. I thought you said you did a, a while, a long, longer time than that. No, uh, I just did five minutes, and uh, it was surprisingly, this was the very first one they did a, a few weeks ago, and it was surprisingly easy, and it turned out that there were a hundred of us in the audience. Wow, that's so, great. So, and... Uh, They've got a, a pretty well, you know, good control over that uh, technical issues on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going through uh, A&M because the 
to click uh, to click on and get that uh, Cisco Web WebEx meeting, or you go to A and M on A and M website. So uh, anyway, it's working pretty slick. I uh, there's another we you know we talked about Mark Peterson a little earlier, who's uh, one of the saws San Antonio water system. Uh, Conservation people. Well, not not on the air, just behind his back. Right. Well, <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you're looking for, you know, we talked about how there's a whole bunch of people here at the nursery uh, interested in gardening, uh, de- trying to deal with having to stay home, but uh, uh, deal with, uh, do some planting in their landscape. Um, if you want to get some new ideas and uh, get involved, that. That SAW's uh, website is another pretty mm-hmm. exciting place to go. Yeah. Plan an- I thought was telling the gardener about plantanswers.com. I sh- also should have told him about the uh, San Antonio Water System. Uh, yeah. What do what they call that? Style? Uh, a garden uh, garden style? Gardening style essay. Yeah. That's a ma- amazing information. On- Mark will call us if we've messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> and they also have a uh, list all the opportunities to... You know, there's some rebates and some yeah. lots of information. So, a um, couple of couple of places to go. You can spend a lot of time on the internet, uh, being involved in get, uh, collecting gardening information. Now, uh, one thing you can do uh, when you go into plantanswers.com to look at these webinars, the first the first clickable link we have says a uh, web website event calendar and that clicks directly into mark's uh garden style really page. oh good yeah and uh, uh because saw's uh uh garden garden style sa has included all all seminars for their uh, water saver rewards point. Mm. So when you listen to the seminar, you get, and you you please check their website event calendar for specific link to each webinar's specific survey monkey create quiz. There's another. I don't know what that is. There's another. Uh of course, the, the Mill River's website is worth going to, and you can absolutely. Get, you get that newsletter too. Yeah, get that newsletter free, and you can get it. You can pick it the way you want it. You can get it by snail mail. You can get it uh, over the computer. No, yeah. or you can come here to Mill River's and pick it up. Yeah. So even if you uh, if you uh, have don't have good computer access or don't have computer access, you can just call in at two one zero four seven four nine seven thirty seven sixty. Two one zero four nine seven thirty seven sixty. I can I can see the pile for the people that are have uh, are interested in gardening, just haven't had the time, but now they've got some yeah. time. Well, no, and that's pile of good literature there and information. Yeah, so uh, yeah, lots of good sources out there. Uh, you can even probably find newsletters based on your favorite subject. I'm sure the Rose Society yeah. does a newsletter, or the uh, Herb Society does a newsletter. And even a video with Charles in it. Yeah. <laughs> you can see Charles. Standing there looking. You can remember Charles. There you go. Who's very happy in Florida. We ought to put in memoriam. Um, well, he's not dead. <laughs> he's just retired. I know, but I'll get in, everybody's attention. In retirem. In retirem. There in you retirem, go. In retirem, I think, is, is how, they say, how the kids <laughs> say it these days. 
All right, well, 210-308-8867. Yeah, that's good, and that's Plan Answers is the place to go to get all that. Yeah, oh, on it, the front page. Good too. deal, yeah. The webinars, if you haven't attended any, they're really great. I mean, it's it's surprising, um, and so this is a good way to see. Why is it surprising? Because uh, <laughs> um, the Vegas could do one like that? No, that the webinars work out, so I haven't oh. seen David Zermales. <laughs> Calvin Bragg's on them, but no, just... You imagine that the, given the constraints, that you know you got uh, the window of the computer, you got all that and stuff, that it would be difficult to do it, and it comes out great. Oh yeah, I've uh, taken a couple professional webinars, and it's like the people are there. Um, sometimes I don't know how Molly's was. Sometimes the sound isn't quite as clear as you know, because their mic may or it may be not mic'd right, but most of them are just fine. And oh yeah, they can show you the plant, or they can put up. Uh, uh, documents to uh, to like Mark. If Mark were doing one, he could show you all the places or his own website and stuff like that. So it's interactive, isn't it? In other words, can they talk back to it depends, David and Molly? It depends on the, the webinar. So. Yeah, and the one the one that I participated in. At first, they dealt. They wanted to deal with. Uh, uh, there was a, I don't know what they call it. You would uh, put a little message. Oh, yeah. okay. And they would deal with those, and then they also, at the end, were, they, whatever time they had left, they were willing to take some oh. oral. Yeah, gen- yeah, sometimes they'll mute it, depending on the number of people, because, one, somebody's not going to, they'll just have it automatically muted, because somebody will come in, and they'll be listening and quiet, and then all of a sudden, they'll get a phone call, and yeah. they're talking on the phone to someone, or, and it's embarrassing. I love the... Uh, the screaming uh, four-year-olds and the dogs. <laughs> <Yes>. that, that, <laughs> and uh, and Mo- Molly was remarkably patient about, yeah, whoever's dog is, I mean, whoever has their dog letting them bark like yeah, that, can you deal with it. Yeah. Can you please, yeah. Or just mute. Just mute your phone. Yeah. You or your, or can your computer. Anyway, all right. Um, Did you have a question, sir? Uh, yes. Can we ask it on the air? All right, well, what we'll do is actually just... Come up, just move the headphones real quick, and you're fine. We'll we'll, we'll pick up. We'll, we'll pick it up. What you got? What you got going on? Is trumpet vine the same as coal and honeysuckle? No. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so. I ain't, uh, trumpet vine, trumpet creeper. Well, I guess some people call it, might call it. Uh, and Calvin, point it toward him just a little bit if you don't mind. What is the issue? Is trumpet vine the same as, as uh, those trumpet? Coral honeysuckle. Coral honeysuckle yeah. and trumpet. Oh vine. no! Yeah, <laughs> not at all. And and what's do you, what's is the difference between the two of them? Just I mean, aside from being like. Separate. Oh, uh, beside being fourteen miles for a trumpet vine, <laughs> and then a, a coral coral honeysuckle has makes a big yeah. bundle, but doesn't take over the whole neighborhood. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, and you, the deer. You the, want the coral honeysuckle. And it, I mean, it, and it's it's fragrant, and it also climbs real well, right? Right. Okay. Now, it's uh, deer will eat at it, but in my neighborhood, there's a few of them where the they kind of outgrow the deer. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, tr- trumpet trumpet keeper, trumpet keeper is wonderful, except you really do have to manage it. Yeah, I thought that there was a difference. I just uh, when I was looking over there, I saw one, but not the other, and then I started. Second guess myself, so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good luck. Cool. Thanks for coming on the air. All right. We're going to take a break while we do. Give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. 
Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And this week at Millburgers, we have some terrific savings on a lot of my favorites, like Gold Star Esperanza. This is a beautiful Texas superstar. And all summer, you're going to see it blooming around San Antonio. And it's even blooming at the nursery. Well, you can get ahead of the game right now by getting Gold Star Esperanza right now in the 12-inch pot for just nineteen eighty-eight. Here's another one of my favorites. It's doing well in my yard, and that's begonias. They look absolutely beautiful, and you'll find them at Millburgers right now on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.98 cents each. This week you'll save on Caladiums and Lantana. You'll save on Pink Guerra and much, much more. Star Confederate Jasmine is on sale. This one's a fun one. And you'll find it on sale at Millburgers for just $22.88, regularly $29.99. You'll find roses on sale for 20% off. All sizes, all different varieties. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867. A second to talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, you've heard us talk about him, talk about Kyle over there at Northwest Military. Really? Kyle? Wasn't there an old guy named Bill that was there for a while? Doesn't sound familiar. Oh, okay. Okay, so <laughs> poor Bill. We're teasing Bill because yeah. Bill, Bill we worked with for years and yeah. years. Yeah. So. And he's a good friend of uh, a lot of ours. Let's see how you treat your friends. That's nice, Calvin. <laughs> well, uh, you, you, you have to know Bill to be to uh, be comfortable with treating him that way. But uh, just like Bill, Kyle is doing a great job of connecting San Antonio homeowners to nature that's around them through uh, bird feeders, bird houses, uh, yard art, things like that. Just great stuff to have fun. If- They've got a series of programs, too, that is really, yeah. really cool and for uh, all, all the different issues that are involved in uh, bird feeding and bird houses. Kind of lo- go to their, uh, their website. And right now, to keep customers comfortable, what they're doing is they're offering curbside service. So you call them at 479-BIRD, 479-BIRD. And uh, just tell them what you're looking for. And sometimes if you know what you're looking for, great. That's easy. If you don't, you've called the right place. They'll yeah. help you. They'll help you find exactly what you want or what you want to do. Maybe you've seen a bird in your yard and you want to know how you kind of get more or uh, enhance it so that you're, that bird is uh, in, your, in your yard more often. Um, do they have sparrow houses over there? I think they're sold out. There's a lot of sparrow houses. I think they're they're gone. Oh, well, man. They, they probably have uh, sparrow houses because they they have a great emphasis on squirrels. Oh, yeah. You know they'll help you deal with squirrels in terms of uh, uh, the pe- pepper flavored seeds <laughs> and and uh, suet, but also they've got all kinds of uh, special feeds for squirrels and. Uh, yep. Toys for squirrels. And yeah. <laughs> that little feeders. Bounder, little yeah. bounder, they still have the bouncy corn. Yeah. A corn on a spring. They've uh, got some interesting videos of those things. Yeah. At least they used to have. They're, they're playing all the time, showing the squirrel doing mm-hmm. acrobatics over, yeah, over, over the, the corn. 
Yeah, they, I'm sure they still do. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, give them a call, and uh, they'll be happy to take care of you today till 4 o'clock. Otherwise, open till 10, oh, to, from 10 to 6. That's Wild Birds Unlimited at uh, Northwest Military on Hebner Road. Wild Birds Unlimited. Say hi to Kyle Forrest if you go by and call. And check uh, out those sparrow houses. Yeah, see how, if he still has any. I think he was doing a sale. Was he? I think so. I'm not sure. Hey, the neat um, thing about a sparrow is it stays all year long. Well. Not like those... Martins? Temperamental Martins. To yeah. have to migrate. No, migrate. Yeah. Bird on migrate. No, so I had, a, I had a bird question. I'll ask Calvin. I, was, I, I called Kyle, but there was no answer, which means he's helping somebody well, right Well, he maybe saw you recognize your number. He may have, too. So yeah. cardinals. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they're pretty. Yeah, they sure are. What kind of cardinals do we get in San Antonio? And are there more than one? Because I've heard no. there's a Mexican cardinal and a regular cardinal. Well, there's a there's a cardinal down in the in the valley, a cardinal-like bird down in the valley. Oh, what's that? Uh, I can't uh, right now. I can't remember what they're. That's red. Like uh, a cardinal? Yeah, it's it's red. It's got but it's got a little different shape and uh, it's got little different coloring. But basically, oh. they're, they're just big cardinals. Okay. Uh, and uh, and it's more uh, native to south of. Yeah, and occasionally we'll get they'll, It's just like uh, a lot of the other. Uh, valley birds occasionally we'll get some move through here okay and uh i think they've uh well i'm trying to remember if they've seen them out there at uh, mitchell lake every once in a while yeah i, I used to see a lot of mexican jays uh, yeah they're big and and the colorful yeah but uh, i haven't seen any of those in years and then, so. you, and then you got stellar jays i think are just west of us too so we're when I lived in uh, vi- uh, villages of West, West Hill, yeah, over there, there that we didn't have regular blue jays. We had this the Mexican jay. Yeah, the, I don't remember if it was Stellars or Mexican jays, but it was the different version. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of Mexican eagles around. Oh yeah, yeah, they seem n- like they've <laughs> they nest at least in, uh, they nest in our neighborhood, and I know several other neighborhoods they. They nest in two of raised young. Yeah. How did we get into this? Oh, you were asking about, about the cardinals. So no, they, is, is what, it, what, what cardinals do we... So sometimes we'll get the, the bigger ones, but they're all just cardinals. No, they, they, they've got a... Uh, I'll, I'll look up the name, what they, okay. they call them. But okay. But you're, you're seeing a lot of color variation in cardinals right now. Oh, because... Uh, uh, the, some of the... You know, they're going into nesting, and some of those cardinals that are... This is their first um, breeding year. Mm. They're get they're getting their uh, bright colors, and then of course the the uh, veterans, the mature cardinals, are getting their best coloring, and the, the females are kind of a brown. There is quite a bit of variation in cardinal coloring too. Yeah. It's, okay. But it's it's all they're they're a spectacular bird. I used to like cardinals until. Calvin told me that they were finches. Well, they're in that they're closely they're in the related. Family. You're closest, closely related. Yeah. You're you're fond of some finches. <laughs> he especially likes the lesser gold finches. Yeah, yeah, I love those lessers. Milton and I take their calls under consideration. Yes, we speak for the lesser gold finches. <laughs> All right, what you got there? Yeah, let me make sure we're okay and we don't have any calls. What is a sucker? What's what? 
What did you say? I said, what else you got there? Oh. <laughs> Uh, Mel- the- I think Milton was disappointed in our Cardinals. No, oh, no, no, I just didn't know. <laughs> uh, I uh, was going to show Trace this. Uh, Speaking of disappointing, <laughs> here comes the gardener. That oh god, if, if this if this guy doesn't have some kind of uh, uh, contagious disease, nobody uh, on earth does right here. Just look, look at that face. Oh, that, that's the hardest part is looking no. at that face. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 uh, you getting ready to cut your own lawn, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, what I was talking about, uh, I was going to show Trace this cutback of the blue bonnets uh, that, uh, oh, that yeah, Bart, uh, Bart kept, buddy oh, Bart Kelly did. Are we never going to hear the end of this, are no. we? No. <laughs> And uh, I put it on the Internet uh, in the Topics of the Month on PlantAnswers.com. And uh, the I think it's the first or second mention, uh, cutback of uh, Blue Bonnets. And I, I show Bart Kelly's uh, container. Red, white, and blue blue bonnets, which was taken on March 12, 2020. And then right next to it, uh, joining it, is a second round of blooms after I cut off the original seed. Uh, and uh, I wrote him, I wrote Bart back and asked him uh, how long was it before the second bloom occurred. And he said, uh, I think he said four to six weeks. That didn't, that's, that didn't seem like that long. Does. No, no, I, I don't. I don't think oh, he. Well, I don't the, think he really took took account. Of course, the pictures that we got were probably two weeks after it occurred. I mean, it, yeah, right. Yeah, so there was a couple weeks after that. So I've got those uh, documented on uh, to- on the topics of the month on plantanswers.com. And uh, uh, so if you want to take a look at those, and uh, Bart says he's going to keep doing that to see how long he can get the plants to last. Very cool. Bart's got an interesting gardening philosophy, and it's kind of of one that we've talked about a little bit before. I think um, Milton's a little this way, too. He's wow. got a big. He's got a big lot. I should be complimented, and Bart should be worried. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a big lot, but he, most of it, he has it kind of natural, you know. And uh, oh, he's got got native plants and uh, you know lots of cover for wildlife. But he's got a an active backyard kind of crescent with a lot of containers. And then he, he kind of he does uh, little concentrations, you know, like uh, oh, Laura Bush petunias or one mm-hmm. of those big topics. Then your uh, blue bonnets, and that and that way he doesn't get overwhelmed by the the gardening, but he he can kind of concentrate on some things that are really interesting. Okay. To him. And he's a, yeah, excellent excellent gardener. And good, pretty good photographer. Yeah. Exper- uh, and experiments with things and. Uh, Likes to, just like he showed you here, yeah. he likes to follow the line, see what happens. 
Also on uh, plantanswers.com, yesterday, it was a two-day effort, uh, we finished, uh, or I finished with my webmaster, putting up the uh, red red maroon white ladybird royal blue blue bonnet seed harvest and the reason i was uh, anxious to get that up so quickly uh, is because uh, this week uh, they're forecasting mm-hmm. 90 degrees or about four or five days and that's going to really ripen the blue bonnets up uh, pretty fast so uh, it dawned on me that we really never had taken done pictures of uh, of how how when to harvest the blue bonnets. Because if you harvest them green, or definitely before they turn yellow, the seed won't germinate. Well, remember when we did it? I uh, I thought you did this quite often. Was you uh, <coughs> picked the uh, picked the plants? When yeah. You, and they were just, I think they were just turning yellow or something. Right. They, they had full-size pods. And you kind of put them in individual paper bags. Paper bags. And then and then it uh, didn't matter when they popped the yeah. seeds. Yeah. Cause they but they've got to be to that yellow stage. Yeah. So. And, and really, the, it's best to let them get to the brown stage. Why the whole seed pot turns brown? We've got pictures of that. Uh, I'm working with uh, one of the guy Ray that uh, takes wonderful pictures. So he's got some close-up. He gave me some close-ups of those pods of his. Now he's picking his individual, individually. But uh, and uh, the individual pods. And probably next week we'll talk about uh, what he can expect from getting pods off different color. Because this is the first time that uh, these have ever been available, red, white, and blue, in uh, in the world, I guess. But um, so we'll. we'll but uh, I, I mainly wanted to show people. Uh, give people an idea of what the seed looks like when it's mature. Now, uh, during this hot weather that we're having, going to have... Uh, Certain today, supposedly. Yeah. But they're also uh, talking about uh, some some rain or, uh, or scattered showers. End of the week, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, as long as the you go ahead and let let 40 to 50% of the pods turn yellow. Now, what spooks people is that the king bloom, the first bloom that comes on the, on the uh, blue bonnet, will, will uh, turn yellow and brown and spew its seed before 40% of the other seed on the plant from uh, side shoots will ever turn so uh, generally when we're tra- talking mass harvest uh, we take the whole plant like you're talking about turn inverted upside down in a in a, a paper bag and uh, put it in the uh, uh, and let it let them dry after 40 to 50 percent of them are turned brown of the 
massive amount mm-hmm. of seed. You kind of have to, you can hand harvest the king blooms when they turn brown. But uh, you don't want to harvest them, harvest the rest of them until 40 to 50 percent of them are are yellow and uh, and brown. Now after the after they turn brown, as long as the humidity is high, rain or whatever, the seed, the brown seeds will not pop. But when that humidity drops low, man, it gets warmer. Those proceed to pop. Well, and uh, and as you might guess, yeah, even when the humidity is as high as it is now, but going from seventy degrees to ninety degrees, oh yeah, suddenly the humidity is not high anymore. Yeah. So, so if you get a couple of days like that, you could you could have seed popping all over. I guess. Yeah. So we're uh, we're going to start uh, checking our blue bonnet seed in earnest uh, this next week. Mm-hmm. But the the problem is, <laughs> uh, how are we going to harvest them? We can't get our volunteers to get. Hmm. Hmm. At least, in, yeah. at least I hadn't you, figured you, out a way to do that. You might have to send your volunteers out in the shift of individuals. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> whole, whole plants. Or yeah, yeah. Take All right. uh, that's your your job is this role. It's a good idea. Bags, yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, and while we do, why don't you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road, and we're here on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Hey, be a part of the show today as we broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And uh, you come on out and visit with us or uh, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And uh, lots of good things on sale. We talked about those a little earlier. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What, what? We asked the question yesterday whether there were vincas. Oh, uh, we, we we were talking about the uh, lots of choices for the hot weather plants for full sun, and and I had left out in my article uh, vincas, and uh, obviously Millburgers has them because there is a uh, gardener with a yeah I saw them in the cart when you pointed cart, them out tray, yeah a whole tray full of them, so that's a, that's another one if you uh, got access to the paper and, and my article yesterday. Uh, I talked about, uh, of course, zinnias and cosmos and yeah. moss roses and purslane, but I didn't do, uh, I didn't talk about vinca as much as we should have. We'll probably talk about vinca more as the summer goes. Oh, yeah. If we get because trace there, back up here, you? we can talk about those new uh, varieties of, uh, of plants that he's got here. That, purslane? Yeah, well, it was purslane and wasn't there. Petunia. Yeah, petunia. there were petunias too, yeah. Yeah, that... Uh, 
And they're also, uh, we had a gardener yesterday that was all excited about the uh, those salvia, those experimental salvia that yeah. Trace got from one of the wholesale nurseries. Uh, different. He asked me if I knew what color it was, and I, I didn't. I didn't know. All I knew was it was a uh, experimental. It was a research plant, and uh, and he, he got. That's exactly what he wanted. He yeah. wanted to uh, had some. He wanted something new in his salvia grigii yeah. bed, bed, and salvia grigii are great. You have a question? Huh? Okay. You have a okay. Question? Uh oh. <laughs> now, did, are you okay being on the air? Sure. All right, well, just All go right. ahead and talk. We yeah, got you. Just talk. No, no, we you don't, don't, yeah, you don't, don't need to. You're okay. You're okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. Okay. Um, I bought a lemon tree, and I Good. read that you're not supposed to fertilize them. So I bought for the first year. Is that true? Well, it's they're not as temperamental. I mean... You don't want to over-fertilize them, but it doesn't hurt them if it's a no. light fertilizer. You bought it this year? Mm-hmm. You just planted it? Well, I bought it like two days ago, and it's still in the... It's one of those. Yeah. Okay, so it's still in the pot. Are you going to plant it into a container or in the ground? Uh, what are you going to do? I was going to keep it in a pot for a year to let it grow more and then plant it in my yard. Uh, now... One of the things that really work well is in a half whiskey. You know, is that a Meyer lemon? Yeah. yeah oh, one, that'd be good. They're wonderful. And then if you planted it in a whiskey barrel, you'd go ahead and do uh, Osmocote. Right. See, she that, that's a slow-release fertilizer that you put in containers. And you could even put a little Osmocote in your container. Or you could do that miracle Grow or one of those uh, soluble fertilizers a little bit. Okay. I don't know. Jer- Jerry's got done a lot of research on it. A little Osmocote wouldn't hurt that a bit, would it? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and you put copious amounts, put a lot in there, and uh, every time you water, that uh, it'll release a little bit more fertilizer for a three-month period. Okay. And then Calvin has done some work with... Uh, Put it every time, well, I'd say once a week, use a water-soluble fertilizer, like miracle Grow Okay. In the container. Okay. But uh, you might, you know, they'll freeze. Uh, they're pretty cold-sensitive. That's why I wanted to keep it in a pot so I can there put you it go. inside. There you go. There you go. What are you going to do when you move it, put it in the ground? That's what I... <laughs> well, <laughs> get you get you get you a bigger pot, yeah. like a like our whiskey barrel, and uh, a half whiskey barrel. They got these uh, great big containers at one of those. Uh, yeah, black black uh, yeah, pots, like yeah, landscape whiskey barrel. The reason I say that I use half whiskey barrels, but they're they're relatively hard to manage. They fall apart after three or four years. Look nice. But those, I always admire those big plastic. Yeah, the uh, landscape uh, yeah. ponds. And they, it only gets about four feet tall and four feet wide there and loaded with fruit if you can keep coats and keep That's the cold. The and you, fertil- you fertilize it every year in the spring with copious amounts of Osmocote. Osmocote Plus. Okay. And I can get that here, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he says co- copious amounts, he's just 
talking he's talking about like two or three cups. Okay. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well Armaco Plus. Armaco Plus? Os- yeah, Osmoco. Osmoco. Osmoco Plus. Osmoco. And okay. the, and they have uh, the they have nature's creation organic potting soil with mycorrhiza fungi. Woohoo. Uh and that, that's on sale now. Okay. We bought that happy frog stuff. Yeah. That works that great. That should be good. That's good. And okay. you can get that big container here too. It's 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 a good price. Okay. Now yeah. we're gonna uh, we're gonna put it in the full sun? No. It what? Says, it says mostly sun, right? Well, sun? I think full full sun's best. Full sun's best. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a, a newbie. Yeah, <laughs> have you got any any can, place that uh, gets say morning sun and afternoon shade? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do that. Where it can get full sun. Do that. Okay. Now, if you're and that and that sun is, if you've got a little container, then the sun becomes more of a problem you'll have to water it so uh, if you got a bigger container then you don't have to water it at all yeah they work they work fine in full sun if they're in a big container okay well thank y'all yeah thanks good for luck on have on. Well, thanks. keep us informed okay. bye 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 all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 she was nice yeah she was <laughs> uh oh got another question coming up uh oh I think we know this guy. Yeah. I think we know that plant. Yeah. All right. Is that marijuana? Did you oh. want? Is that uh, that looks that looks like a lot Did you want to be on the air? <laughs> okay. Did you? He, he just gave Calvin a leaf. Did you want to be on the air? Oh. Okay. Is that we a just, seedling? Is that a seedling plant? Okay. Yeah. Just talk to Calvin, and we'll we'll go on this way, and then we'll figure it out. But just. Oh, we can talk, can't we? Well, yeah. but we're not going to be able to hear him if he has questions. No, we can dis- describe it. It won't be long. Okay, cool. We, what we got is a great big leaf, which would be easy to be deceived. Yeah. Because the, one of the one of these characteristics of this plant, when they reseed like this, is the, the leaves come out all different. But I, but that I, to me it looks like a, a mulberry. That's oh. been, that's been re, that's reseeded oh. because they repeat they be, show up everywhere especially this time of the year yeah. okay. and, and they're they planted by a bird yeah. yeah and they grow fast now you yeah that's yeah that that's it yeah yeah uh huh okay. so yeah, those seedlings are, are really fast growing okay. yeah and have really big leaves and if you uh, if you uh, won't if you uh, don't want it where it is, uh, you just you just cut it, and then you use uh, some cut vine and stump killer, which is a little a little brush. You maybe have some, or or if you if not, they've got it here at Millburgers, and inexpensive, and it works really slick because it'll go down into the roots, and that that won't sprout again. All right. Yeah, and and if you don't like where it is, put it in the garbage. Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. That's all right. I can throw it. Don't, don't, don't keep it. Don't let it get big. No. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Bye bye.
I was looking through the paper uh, that you had yesterday. I love that hummingbird picture that they got on the front. I said, I don't recognize this this flower. That, I can't see what, it. What is that? I bet it's a zinnia. I don't, I can't yeah, even, oh, yeah. I can't even see it, and I bet it's a zinnia. <laughs> so what is this? It's this, a zinnia. What's the species name, Milton? No. no. You, you got, <laughs> which, uh, Trace being such a promoter of those... Uh, uh, <laughs> Tougher zinnias, uh, yeah. elegans is the elegant e l e g a n s is the is the zinnia that most of us are used to. Zinnias this is Maximus? dreamland zinnia. Yeah, that's that's an uh, amazing uh, selection, hybrid. Uh, it's available here at Millburgers, and it's available uh, most. I think uh, it's the uh, hybrid that they use in most yeah. nurseries. You see who furnished that picture? Who? Neil Sperry. Oh, oh darn. Okay. The zinnia picture. He yeah. must he must have heard Calvin talking about those zinnias. I don't think he liked them until he heard Calvin talking about them. <laughs> well, as long as these guys are, you know, just in case you haven't heard why zinnias are so wonderful, you know, despite being very beautiful and blooming fast and furious, uh, good cut flowers, they're also the favorite, one of the favorite butterfly plants. The hummingbirds like them. And if you let them go to seed... Uh, the Milton's Cardinals that we were talking oh, about. Oh, really? And go, the lesser goldfinches, all the seed eaters really like them, too. So they're they're, kind of, they're an all-star plant and easy to grow and really showy. I don't know why Kevin doesn't talk about them more. <laughs> no. You, that and those tycoon tomatoes. <laughs> I wonder about, yeah, you guys give me such an opportunity all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Neil Fair got an interesting uh, question in here uh, that we don't hear a lot about, but uh, we probably should mention it. Uh, somebody wrote in and said, We have eight Afghan pines around our house in Fort Davis. Uh, I would write back, While they're small, cut them down. Even in Fort Davis. Uh, because in 10 years, 10 to 12 years, they're going to die. They may. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were 10 to 12 years old already. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Something appears to be chewing the bark off the tree. Mm. Also one sumac that is nearby. Whoa. That's pretty tough. Old sumacs are kind of poisonous. Uh, my contact uh, with the Texas Forest Service felt it's probably done, damage done by porcupine. Out there, maybe. Yeah, and uh, I know Dr. Laura Shreve, who's passed away now, you'd be the horticulturist in Uvalde, had a hell of a time with porcupines in Uvalde on his uh, apple trees and things. So uh, we don't hear a lot about them. But uh, the, the, we have some. Right. Yeah, and if you're if you're from the north, you hear you hear a lot of them about them up oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're I mean they're just so uh, bold. They just you know they'll just walk up when you're out in your yard. They'll just walk up 
next year go climbing up your tree and start yeah. chewing on your tree. And <laughs> they're, 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 they're not worried about you picking them up, right? No, and they're uh, not worried about your dogs. Right. Yeah, take course, care the, of a dog. Yeah, of course, that's that you get. If your dogs get hit by the porcupine, you, you're concentrated on trying to make your dogs well rather than worry about the trees. <laughs> Uh, it says uh, he's the Forest uh, Service uh, suggested sheet metal around the trunks. Do you have any other recommendations? Uh, and Neil says, I'm not the world's uh, authority on porcupine, but I did a bit of research, and uh, that certainly looks like most likely the cause. Sheet metal, sheet, sheet metal would work as long as the trees don't have branches touching any other tree. I, I think they usually come up from the ground. Yeah, the I don't. The main trunk. They have to be pretty sturdy branches for them to do a horizontal. Oh, yeah. It's not like, it's not like uh, raccoons or squirrels or something. And then he talks about, uh, uh, Neil says, I worry... For any of your trees that have lost bark all the way around their trunks, and that's that's what they were doing to uh, Dr. Shree's uh, apple trees. Just inside the bark is a cylinder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he goes into talking about. Uh, oh, ma'am, did the, you have a question? You have a question? Oh uh, no, you're trying to check out. It's right oh. over there. <laughs> no, okay. Oh. That's okay. do, you, do you have cash? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, either either Nobody ever has either cash. one over there or yeah. in the in there. Either the, either one. <laughs> All right. Hey, they even show the picture of the damaged tree, uh, the with porcupines, and the damage is in the top of the in the. Upper part of the tree. Really, but yeah. uh, like I said, Doctor Shrewd had had them on uh, apple trees uh, that were dwarf, so uh, they were eating right around the base of the yeah, tree. Yeah, I, I, mostly I've seen them uh, kind of mid-level and lower where the damage. Yeah, I think he trapped them. You know, with some uh, kind of a have a heart trap or some type of trap like that. And then I'm sure he uh, took care of them after that. Mm. Uh, I, wonder, I wonder what he used for bait. Apples. Did he? I think he used apples. Huh. I moved into a house. Another question. I moved into a house that has a long row of these shrubs next to a shed. It's in the shade as well. The fungus has been a problem all the while. And fungicides I've tried have not helped very much. Any suggestion? And uh, Neil says this is powder mildew on euonymus. And uh, he says, uh, honestly, in the, five, 20, the past 25 years, I don't think I've had more than one or two other questions about mildew on euonymus. That's compared to scores of questions about you on them a scale insect. This plant is very prone to pest problems. You may at some point tire of them and decide to replace them with something less bothersome, such as hollies. I put the such as hollies in there. 
Uh, yeah, don't. It's kind of the, the kind of the the problem we hear sometimes for Indian hawthorns. Except the Indian hawthorns would have a different uh, right. foliage disease. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And this week at Millburgers, we have some terrific savings on a lot of my favorites, like Gold Star Esperanza. And this is a beautiful Texas superstar. And all summer, you're going to see it blooming around San Antonio. And it's even blooming at the nursery. Well, you can get ahead of the game right now by getting Gold Star Esper right now in the 12-inch pot for just nineteen eighty-eight. Here's another one of my favorites. It's doing well in my yard, and that's begonias. They look absolutely beautiful, and you'll find them at Millburgers right now on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. This week you'll save on caladiums and lantana. You'll save on pink gara and much, much more. Star Confederate Jasmine is on sale. This one's a fun one. And you'll find it on sale at Millburgers for just $22.88, regularly $29.99. You'll find roses on sale for 20% off. All sizes, all different varieties at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867. That's our number 210-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. Deck and patio care by Barry Hagendorf can help you with deck cleaning, deck sealing, deck repair, construction, pebble stone cleaning and sealing. Uh, fence treatments and all kinds of good stuff. And I recommend you go to uh, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com to see those before and after pictures of uh, when they've cleaned and sealed a deck or maybe a pebble stone driveway. It looks gorgeous now. And it didn't look that way before they started. Uh, Barry knows what he's doing. He's been doing this since the mid-'80s and uh, got into it and got passionate about it and does a great job. In San Antonio, he is one of the experts that folks come to. Deck and Patio Care, 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147 or easy at deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867. David is on the line. Hey there, David. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Well, thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's going on, man? Well, uh, I just got my order of caladium bulbs in, and I want to ask the experts if it's if the ground is uh, warm enough at this point, and should I go ahead and uh, start planting this week? I th- I think I would. Let's see. What do we? What what, what is the May one that we? Yeah, it's it's, it's usually marginal now. The caladiums that they have on sale out here. They're already growing. But. They were they were forced in the greenhouse mm-hmm. uh, 
because they do grow faster in, in warmer soil. Now we got 90 degree sprout better. Yeah, we got 90 degree heat. We've had a couple of cool days. Yeah. Now have you got a? Have you are these out in the full? These are not in full sun, are they? They're in the shade. Yeah, these are going to be the candidum and the white Christmas, uh, you know, mostly green, yeah. and so they don't go out in the full sun. Okay, so you're you're planting in the shade, which means that the soil is probably cooler in the cool. shade. Uh, if you if you want in a big hurry, I'd probably give it a, another week or ten days. That yeah, sounds good, then. Yeah, you're ninety degree. Yeah, heat. You should we be just, uh, in good shape then. Now the the yeah. ones that are sun tolerant, uh, should I go ahead and plant those uh, out in the open then? Well, it's less it's less the sun tolerant than the uh, uh, cool soil. They have a little tendency to uh, rot. Yeah. So that's why we're being conservative, and you that's why you wait. Or you use those that have already started to grow. Yeah, there's no difference in the rotting ability or uh, the rotting chances of the strap leaf, which take the sun, versus the uh, regular caladium fancy leaf that uh, are grown in the shade. Uh, Jerry, I think what Jerry's saying is you're probably going to be all right, but... Uh the more conservative path would be to give it another another week for your soil, and then you should be have no no issue with any kind of uh, bulb rot. Okay, is there any little? Should I add some uh, some fertilizer at the time that I plant them, or just uh, let them go through use the soil that's there? I I think I'd wait the. Do a little fertilizer, not not much, but a little fertilizer after they start to grow. Yeah. Well, you could put a light amount of uh, 19.59 slow-release fertilizer. Uh, we don't fertilize them heavily. We fertilize them lightly, often. Probably water-soluble fertilizer yeah, would be the best. Water-soluble fertilizer would be... Wonder how caladiums would do with uh, Osmoco. Oh, I'm sure they love it. Except yeah. that uh, if you're looking at the the cost versus uh, when you're growing caladiums, you don't worry about the cost, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> well, if it, just just the shipping cost alone was about sixteen dollars, so that's that's pretty good oh, for, for yeah, yeah, 50, yeah, yeah. you know. You got a series of quantity of them. So. They're they're all going they're all going to be in a planting bed, right? In the bed rather than a container. Yes. yes. Okay. I'd I'd still put a little Osmocote in there. Or have or, either uh, have either of you ever seen that the bulbs come back the following year, or is that that never happened? Well, they sometimes come back the following year, but the uh, the flower, the leaves that they produce are much smaller than the original. Yeah, it's all weather dependent. Yeah, because uh, they're they they don't store uh, nutrients in those bulbs because it's so hot here. 
so they when they when they grow back next year, they'll uh, a lot of people dig them and save them, but uh, the bulb gets weaker and weaker and weaker. Yeah, I've I've never dug them up here and tried to save them, but and I I'll have a few. I haven't grown them for a few years, but I had had a few always that would come back. Yeah, but uh, not not a massive a number like same like, way you, do, with like that. you do with gladiolus. Yeah, same way with elephant ears. A lot of you know they they sell big bulbs of elephant ears here, and uh, we always get the question: Can I? Will they come back? And most of the time they do, but the the uh, ears are. Or the leaves are, are much smaller. People well, want thanks to for answering leaves. my question. I appreciate this. Yeah, hey, keep us informed, will you? Thanks, oh, David. <laughs> thanks, David. Goodbye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And remember, caladiums are on sale here today through tomorrow. Uh, brightly color foliage produces a great effect when planted in masses in the shade. Shade-loving, fancy leaf variety. In other words, they have to be planted in the shade. Six-inch pot, regularly five ninety-nine. That's almost six dollars. Almost. Just, just a uh, On sale for four eighty-eight. So uh, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. While we're talking about uh, plants like that, Kevin, as you look out over these uh, over these benches out here in front of us, what is the brightest colored plant that you see out there? I see this uh, sweet potato That's foliage. It. That's foliage, it. Yeah. Sweet potato. Uh, they've got some. Uh, they're yellow. Yeah, uh, which makes a wonderful ground cover. Yeah, and uh, they are screaming. I mean, they are beautiful out there, uh, and they they fill up. Uh, they'll they'll keep doing that in the shade too. Yeah, and if you got a, a good soil, they'll really cover a lot of territory. Oh yeah. yeah if you don't, they'll they'll survive in a one of our normal soils. But uh, just amazing how they respond to. Uh, uh, like a raised bed soil, uh, as opposed to uh, native soil. Yeah, and they uh, they're good in containers because they yeah. we go over the sides of the container, and, and then when they go over the yeah, have you grown sweet potatoes, Milton? You no. need to grow sweet potatoes. Okay. And uh, when they go over the side and get too long, all you have to do is cut a uh, section. A four to, about four four to five inches long, and stick them in the ground. Okay. Now you got another one. Now you know what? What? It doesn't matter which end you stick in the ground. Wow! I can do that. They're 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 uh, bipolar. Okay. Uh, or dipolar. Okay. And uh, which means it doesn't matter which end you stick, stick in, in the, the ground. ground. <laughs> they'll root. Okay. Well, it's amazing if you go if you uh, uh, look, go uh, follow the the way they grow sweet potatoes, and they start with that. Yeah. They just have the little shoots coming off of that <laughs> root, and it, you just wouldn't believe that those things. Every one of them is. Gonna oh, absolutely! Huh? Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they got a machine. Well, we planted ours in Mississippi State. 
with a machine that uh, we just set up there and, and uh, fed the uh, slips, that's what they call a sweet potato section, and uh, uh, the, the planter would kind of pinch them out of your hand and then go down and put them in the soil. And we didn't worry about which way is up and which way is down. Because they'll do either one. Yeah. Well, and the germination level is about 99%. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I remember y'all got in a big argument with Karen Guz about them, whether they would do, do well in the shade or not. It was at a botanical garden event. and Oh. She said hers were in the shade and doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, especially. They'll, they'll be a little lanky. In other words, they won't be as more as compact as they would have been in the full sun. Well, they'll also uh, grow from shade, sun to shade, or shade to sun too. So yeah, and uh, take advantage of uh, finding the sun if they need it. Yeah, the amazing thing about that yellow one that's so pretty out there, that's such uh, such pretty foliage, is that uh, it doesn't sunburn. You put it in the full sun, even in Texas full sun, it won't sunburn. Hmm. Most yellows. Do you have a question? Most most yeah. most yellows are. You want to be on the radio? Did, did you want to be on the air? Sunburn. But did you want, to, ma'am? Did you want to be on the air, Matt? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Did you? Can you be on the air with us? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, you don't have to. I just want to know. Okay, so, so tell no. us what you're on there. Tell us what you got. You're okay. Just you can put okay, that. I've got bushes in front of my house, and they're covered with this. Um, I don't even know what it is. It's like um, mold or something. It's white, and and there's also like webby things. So it might be kind of uh, worm. Careful. I don't know what it is. Any ideas, guys? Yeah. What What was the plant? Uh, the plan was to find out what it is and kill it. No, the plant. No, the, the plant. plant. Oh, the plant. It's a uh, holly. Isn't yes, it? it is. Thank yeah. you. Uh, my first reaction was a scale, but it might. Do. Nasty, right? What is that? That's scale. Scale insect. It's a sucking insect. That is a tiny little aphid-like insect in the. Uh, it's covered by a, a calcium. Shell. Gotcha. And, I, I, you know what? I've, I have seen that. I, I, I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, and uh, the, the usual way they, they, they deal with it is you spray a horticultural oil on it and it suffocates them, and so you can. Uh, and it that doesn't damage the plant. No, not a bit. No, no. Now the, cool. the the problem is you don't get a really immediate reaction, but. But at this, you definitely want to deal with it when it's this thick. So you do your horticultural oil. I I used to also mix in a little uh, acetate. Yeah, yeah. Acetate? Uh, Fortified. Yeah. yeah. With an insecticide. It's okay. a, a, a horticultural oil, if you just want to do it organic, you can do that. It just suffocates it. If you want to have a, a double bang, uh, you may have some acetate at home. I do, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, it's like fingernail polish removal, right? Good girl. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you, you you just spray it on the, that foliage. Okay. And on the, the underside, yeah. shoot it up. Oh, okay, great. great. Now, if you got get a back sprayer, 
I don't. Okay, if it's not a big plant, you can do one of these. Yeah, I'll probably have to get something because yeah. it's pretty big. <laughs> well, and then yeah, and then you'll you'll use it again too. I think they've got little teeny. Is this is this damage all over the plant? It's it seems to be predominantly on one side. Well, there, I've got plants all the way around, and it's like on one side of the house. Okay. But but it's I, I have the feeling it's trying to work its way around. Yeah, so. probably so. Well, then it'd, yeah. be, it'd be worth it to get yourself a, either a pump-up sprayer like this or a backpack sprayer. Fabulous. Yeah. Okay. okay. You guys are awesome. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thanks. Appreciate Thanks for coming in. Uh-huh. Good have luck. a great day. God I like you your guys. mask. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I like yours, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And this week at Millburgers, we have some terrific savings on a lot of my favorites, like Gold Star Esperanza. And this is a beautiful Texas superstar. And all summer, you're going to see it blooming around San Antonio. And it's even blooming at the nursery. Well, you can get ahead of the game right now by getting Gold Star Esper right now in the 12-inch pot for just $19.88. Here's another one of my favorites. It's doing well in my yard, and that's begonias. They look absolutely beautiful, and you'll find them at Millburgers right now on sale in the four inch pot for just 98 cents each. This week you'll save on caladiums and lantana. You'll save on pink gara and much, much more. Star Confederate Jasmine is on sale. This one's a fun one. And you'll find it on sale at Millburgers for just $22.88, regularly $29.99. You'll find roses on sale for 20% off. All sizes, all different varieties at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And Lisa, Lisa's oh, on the line. No. Hey, Lisa, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Doing okay. What's going on? What are you going to do uh, now that we're not having a festival of flowers? Yeah, did you hear that yesterday? I wasn't surprised. Everything else has been canceled that had anything to do with plants up to now. And so we're going to we're going to miss seeing you torture your husband uh, hauling those plants <laughs> out every year. <laughs> well, I'll bring them to the nursery and you can watch him be tortured there. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the two questions I have one has to do with lotus plants, and I want to know basically the viability of the tuber because I've had three, and two of them are still alive. They're all the same age, basically. So they've all been fed the agroform tablets for fertilization, but one of them didn't come back, and I want to know what their lifespan is supposed to be. A lotus? In the, uh-huh. in the water? In the water? Yeah. You got it in water? Yeah. Well, I know they have found lotus seed that have but germinated this is a tuber. in the in tuber that's in the clay. Clay okay. soil but it's in water. But they found the seeds in the pyramids over a thousand years old. 
But anyway. Uh, so there's your answer. They, they a thousand should, years, Lord. <laughs> they should live. I mean, the plant should live, uh, you know, in as a, as a water plant, should live uh, for a long period of time. I don't. I don't think they have a lifespan. Well, they were all treated the same way. They're all in the same location. So I don't know why this tuber went bad on me and the others haven't. Did it, uh, did it, uh, let's see, I think they're cold sensitive. Uh, did, did it get cold, colder in that particular spot than the other spots? No, no. They're all grouped together. Okay, when you took that tuber out, was it was it rotted? Yes. I don't know if there's a I worm wonder, that gets in those things or not. Well, I was just wondering of uh, is it uh, moving water or stagnant water or what is the? No, it's, yeah, it's probably it's not, not moving. moving. It's no. not moving. But uh, it's uh, they they grow in jungles, you know, which is pretty bad water. Yeah, and I suspect though that, you know, if you have fifteen plants, uh, means uh, some of them probably. Yeah, some of them. Rotten. Die. Yeah. Uh, I, for for a better idea, because my man, Doctor Ikins, up around Bandera, he has passed away several years ago. Uh, I would uh, give them a call out at Water Garden Gyms okay. and see what they say about that. I think they sell lotus out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them and the water lilies and yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. Okay, I'll, do, I'll try that. The second question I have, I have acquired a plant called Frangipani Vine. Now, it's a subtropical Frangipani Vine. Which is, uh, Frangipani is, is the, uh, oh, the, <laughs> what is the name we call it? Uh, Calvin's thinking. Oh, it starts with a P, um, I think. Well, it's one uh, Warren Short used to grow, Frangipani. Uh, okay, okay, uh, say it again for me. Frangipani. Oh, Frangipani, okay. Um, no wonder I couldn't understand it. Did that clear it up for you? No. <laughs> I believe, Jerry, it's the one where we have the sticks, you know, and they re-root they root and they have the lay, lay flower. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. And I think that's another, another name for it is frangipani. But I, yeah, I don't know. This never, is a vine. Yeah, I don't know. It's a vine. Yeah. It is, uh, it's cold-sensitive vine, isn't it? In other words, doesn't it, free? it has to be kept out of the cold. What, well, what is well, it supposed to do? Got, the information I got on it was that it was a subtropical, that if it got like 60 degrees, the leaves will fall, but it can withstand 30 to 40 before it has to be protected or brought in. Right. Okay. Is it related to plumeria? That's where Calvin was going. Yeah. yeah. Plumeria. If yeah. It's called plumeria. yeah, it still has the, the flower formation, the colors the same. They, they are used for the Hawaiian lays, but yeah. the plant itself... The vine portion looks like one of those Australian tree trees. It's fuzzy. It's brown, like a kiwi exterior. Yeah. And then the leaf itself must be 
at least 12 inches in length and probably about 8 inches across. I, I suspect they have better luck growing it in Hawaii or Australia. In a, in a greenhouse. Yeah. Um, well, I figure if you can grow plumeria here, you should be able to grow this vine. It's just that when it said well, full sun, I wasn't sure if they were saying full Texas sun. <laughs> no. They're, they're, taking, they're ta- not talking full Texas sun. That's what I thought, too. I've um, seen them growing in, in uh, greenhouses. The vine? Yeah. Okay, because I, 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 it, it doesn't automatic if they... If you can grow French penny, uh, some of them, and doesn't mean you can grow all of them. There's a lot. There's That's a whole bu- There's a whole bunch of varieties that people have tried. You know that are spectacular in Hawaii. We've tried to grow them here. <laughs> they have not responded either. They're more cold since. You mean this is different than Hawaii? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody can grow them, Lisa ought to be. There you go. Well, that's what I'm, I'm going to keep it in the pot and move it around. If it doesn't work in one area, then move it somewhere else. <laughs> there you go. Put it in morning sun, afternoon shade. Right. Good to hear I it from you that. again. Yeah. Hey, well, Lisa, I want to. I want to know are the flea markets open. Probably it's not. There's not. Are no. you having? Are you having depression or? That you can't go to the <laughs> flea market and get these unknown plants. I'm finding other outlets right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Of unknown plants? Lisa's resourceful. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. Okay. She's okay. not going to let this get her down. Stop her. Be sure there's no tags on them that tell what they are, okay? Say hello to your uh, husband for us. Yeah. <laughs> tell him we miss okay, him. I'll do it. I'll do Thanks, that. Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks Bye-bye. for calling. Bye-bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Okay, I was uh, looking through Calvin's uh, last This Week in the Garden. Notification. Did you need to take a break? No. No, okay. no. Are we going to talk about uh, fertilizing the lawn? <laughs> well, we can. Yeah. Because uh, uh, a lot of folks yeah, are going to be faced. Right now. A lot, of, a lot of there's a real. We're real in a transition zone in terms of the lawn. If you're, if you're, uh, have the sustainable winter lawn from rescue grass and annual bluegrass and horse herb, you're probably seeing uh, a. Uh, a decline in terms of the color and everything, a retreat. And then you should, if you got San Augustine, a healthy San Augustine grass under it, it should, that San Augustine should start growing. But if you've got a, a good, solid San Augustine lawn that uh, 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 that you kept watered last summer and it just got uh, dormant, got brown during the summer, it should be starting to green. And, uh, yeah. Almost time, you know, a lot, a lot of them, uh, actually, they're mowing. And yeah, my so, St. Augustine has started sprouting in so, the front yard. So that lawn is probably time to go ahead and fertilize, yeah. slow-release lawn fertilizer. Uh, the, the, the question is, if you've got that weedy or, well, sustainable winter lawn with the rescue grass or annual bluegrass, you're going to have a, a kind of a transition there. Which will, uh, we've had people 
some people describe it as uh, they think they've got a fungal disease. Um, you could still have a fungal disease, but you, uh, a lot of those lawns that I think people are diagnosing as fungal diseases are in that transition. So you, you want to be uh, a little bit uh, patient to see what happens in the next uh, couple of weeks. Jerry, you got anything to add to that? Well, uh, I was going to say that uh, we have the uh, Millburger Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer on sale through tomorrow, uh, regularly thirty twenty nine ninety nine, uh, on sale for nineteen eighty eight, and it covers a forty pound bag covers seventy six hundred square feet. It's also the as you if you listen to the show, it's also the fertilizer that will work for vegetables and flowers. No, and everything. Trees, whatever you've uh, planted in the summer landscape. So, I had a I had a person uh, email me a couple of days ago, said that uh, he had misplaced your article about lawn fertilization. And wanted to know what we recommended, so I wrote him back 1959 slow release fertilizer. Then he wrote me back. <laughs> uh, he had had time to read the bag, read the instructions, and it said uh, to fertilize in early spring and summer with 1959. I haven't answered him back yet. Maybe he's listening. But uh, the reason they put that summer fertilization in there is, is maybe for Bermuda grass. And uh, also, if we've had a rainy spring and your grass is looking good, there have been recommendations to use the, uh, use a, add another fertilization in the uh, midsummer. Yeah, a lot of places. Remember that? A lot of places that high tra- you have a high traffic Bermuda grass, and right. if you're, and if you can if you can irrigate in the summer, that's another. Uh, then then the fertilizer can be utilized. But we we got we went to that uh, May first and October first recommendation because most of us are not going to try to wa- water through right. our hundred degree heat in the summertime, and so. Applying nutrients, especially San Augustine or zoysia, uh, you're really not accomplishing anything. The plant's just not capable of using more nutrients at, no. at that point. So you have it for your regular for your grass now, and then have the fertilizer for your vegetable and flower gardens too. Uh, but that's that's what that probably mentions. A Milburger also has the natural. For those who want to be organic gardeners, use Millburgers Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer. Yeah, with and guess what? It's got milking. It's got those mycorrhizae in there. But I would, uh, uh, it's uh, several dollars more expensive than the 1959. And the analysis on the uh, natural uh, lawn garden fertilizer is 612. I mean, six parts nitrogen, one part uh, phosphorus, and 
two parts of potassium. Now, those are percentages rather than parts. Right. Part, if you say parts, it indicates that that those three would make right, 100%. Right, right, right. But they don't. They're just 6%. So right. you're, you're paying a lot for the nitrogen. Yeah. The member, the premium lawn fertilizer, 1959, that we recommend has 19% nitrogen versus 6%. As five percent of uh, phosphorus, uh, in relation to one uh, percent in the in the natural lawn fertilizer, and then it has uh, a nine percent of uh, potassium versus two percent potassium in the natural fertilizer. So. But if you want to do it organically, I think David Rodriguez recommends four times the amount of uh, natural lawn and garden fertilizer to one part, uh, to one pound of uh, Milberger premium lawn and garden fertilizer. And the natural fertilizer is uh, all slow release too. So if you're, you're going to get into that, you want to use that every year. You probably could start that earlier. Yeah. Because you, you know it takes a while for the nitrogen to get released. The that nineteen five nine half of that nitrogen is a fast release. So you put it on your lawn, and if the, the, the lawn is ready for action and the fertilizer's nitrogen is right. available, ready for action. So your the timing is perfect. And the 30-pound bag of natural lawn and garden fertilizer uh, covers 3,000 square feet. The 40-pound bag of uh, lawn and garden fertilizer covers 7,600 square feet. So uh, you make the choice whether you want those micro-risers on there or not. Okay. You have to pay the price to feel good. All right. Well, we're going to begin to wrap up for today. Uh, the nursery is open today till 5 o'clock. And if you want more information on the nursery or the sale items, I encourage you to go to millburgernursery.com where you'll find out all about what's going on, how to get the newsletter, uh, find Calvin's articles and stuff like that, links to plantanswers.com and more at millburgernursery.com. And uh, let's see what else is going on. So, um, yeah, and they're they'll uh, everybody's wearing masks. Everybody's being safe. Mm-hmm. Roses. And everybody's getting some good plants. Roses uh, on sale. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't bring that up. Okay. Um, the old-fashioned roses, the tough modern roses, plus the hybrid all the, teas. All the kinds of yeah. roses are on sale, twenty percent off. All right, we'll see you next week on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on the Answer.